Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Broker Michelle Parno has lived and worked in Lake Forest for over two decades. Michelle's lending experience, when combined with her real estate expertise, makes her an invaluable asset to her clients as they navigate their home buying or selling process. Call Michelle now at 847-528-8721, 847-528-8721. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focused Focusing on hard to find small batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Navy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest owned Mike Havey. Check them out at havycommunications.com. Laracy and Company CPAs founded in 2010 by Lake Forest's own Brian Laracy specializes in tax preparation and bookkeeping services. Earning the People Love Us on Yelp Award, their process is straightforward. Just upload, review, and file. For a free quote, visit laracycpa.com now. That's L-A-R-I-S-E-Y-C-P-A dot Explore top-tier aesthetic care at Aesthetic Beauty Lounge, where they specialize in the latest Botox and fillers. Experience the pinnacle of elegance and professionalism in every treatment. Ready for your transformation? Visit Aesthetic Beauty Lounge at 775 Bank Lane in Lake Forest. That's near Wisconsin Avenue. Begin your journey to beauty today. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Otto, John C., Helen, and Herrick. There's, there's the hat. Democratic mega donor Prue Beidler hosts Hillary Clinton fundraiser. We knew that. You can unmute. You like this hat better? Okay, so I got the Liberty shirt and the Lake Forest Scouts hat. I like with, the spear. I like the spear. With the spear, arrowhead, whatever you want to call it. Out of my cold, dead hands, Matt Montgomery, will you take this hat from me? I'll take the hat off. I don't like wearing the hat on camera. Yeah. Yeah, we saw Matt at the uh, ribbon cutting. I I shook his hand. That was, I shook his hand. (laughs) I don't really know. So I, you know, that was the first time I'd met him and it took me after I, I didn't catch it that it was him until after he walked away. I was talking to someone else at the time. I think he was more interested in talking to them. I don't know if he knew who I was. I don't know if he didn't. But um, like I told him, hey. want to talk about the ribbon cutting? I think that was a great event for um, that was for that, that was a great event, and it was you were there. They recorded in all its glory. A lot of I think I was one of the few people wearing shorts. The only true Chicagoan out there. You'd fit right in in Florida there with our uh, guest this week. So. How about Jake? Good guy. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed having him on. Get a good perspective. Um, and there's a look. I know a lot of people that love Lake Forest but don't love Illinois. And if Lake County keeps voting Democrat, don't love Lake County anymore. It's becoming Cook County North. It seems like. Um, no offense to Holly Kim and and uh, Anthony Vega, but you got. Um, you know, the rest of that Sandy Hart and the rest of that crowd there, the, they raised the gas tax. They doubled the Lake County property tax. So I can see where people love Lake Forest, but at some point you're, they're going to get priced out of living here between the school taxes and the state and county taxes. So, Well, it's look, what what's keeping me here is family, right? You can't. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's family. It's work. You know, if, you, if your job is here and you're 10 years away from retiring, you're not going to, you know, pick up and move um, um, stuff like that. You want to you don't want to interrupt your kid's education and break them away from their friends, all that personal stuff. But you're right. If, if I was starting life from scratch, um, I'd probably started in Florida. But um, that's no slam on Lake Forest. I love Lake Forest. I wish I'd lived in Lake Forest my whole life, like people who I know have. And it just, it's just—it's a great little. Like I said, I the perfect thing would be for uh, this for the state of Florida to annex the city of Lake Forest, and it would be a win-win. It would get some. It would Pritzker would love it because let's face it, this is a more uh, conservative community, so it'd be less votes against them and. So a couple of shows ago, we uh, we made mention that uh, our buddy Prue Bidler had lunch with uh, Hillary, and I guess something just came out in the Lake County Gazette. Oh, Democratic mega donor Prue Bidler hosts Hillary Clinton fundraiser. What does that mean? What is, what is Hillary fundraising for? That's what I'm asking. I, I I'll have to read the article, but I mean, I don't think Hillary is running for anything, unless it's like a pack for her to give money to Democrats. So. It, Look, Prue's a Democratic mega donor, right? There's, um, she's. I can't think of, I can't think of a Democrat she hasn't given money to, right? I mean, um, maybe though, it's money for if, Prue. I'm, if I'm Brad Schneider, Brad Schneider should ask Prue why she's given more money to Jan Schakowsky than to Brad. Well, Brad was he lives in Brad's him. district, and 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 look, I'm I'm a Republican. I'm not going to vote for Brad Schneider, but. I'd take Brad Schneider over Jan Schakowsky any day of the week. So, but. Well, Brad said he's going to come on the show. We're still. Well, I hope he is. Brad has no primary, by the way. Your buddy, <laughs> Mr. Severino, didn't bother to file. He didn't file? He did not file, sir. He Man. said, and then he put out a statement saying he's going to run as an independent. So he's gone from being a hard right Republican to being a Democrat to now running as an independent supposedly but you need like ten thousand signatures oh you can file as an independent I, I i'm gonna go on the bat here i'll bet him dinner at at at, at duffers that he won't get ten thousand signatures he won't get whatever the legal number is to file as an independent candidate um on there but you know whatever well, we have Joe back on. Let's let's ask him about that. Finally, get Brad Schneider and Jim Jim Karras will come on the podcast eventually. Now that he's he has no contested primary, so it'll be Karras versus Schneider for Congress. Uh, Jim is a Lake Forest resident, former Plan Commission member, very well liked here in the city. He is not related to former Alderman Karras. In fact, the last name is spelled differently. So. 
Um, but uh, Jim will eventually come on here and he's got an uphill battle. Let's not kid ourselves that, that yes, if, if it was just running for Lake Forest, Jim would Jim could win. But there's a lot more to that district in Lake Forest. It's Highland Park. It's Northbrook. It's a whole bunch of Waukegan. Um, and Schneider is, uh, again, I'm not going to vote for him, but Schneider is a pretty moderate Democrat by, by Democratic Party standards today. He was one of only 20 Democrats to vote to censure that uh, Talab or whatever her name was that called for the destruction of Israel or whatever the hell she said. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to hear about uh, Brad Schneider more than I am on the Republican side of things. Well, look, Brad. Look, Brad is probably going to win. I mean, I, yeah. I I'm going to vote for Jim Karras, and I I hope he does. But the the NRCC, at least as of right now, is not targeting that district. So um, they, I, they, they. I have no real beef with Schneider. I I. I well, my I, two I issues with Brad if I, if I heard then, about him. My two issues, I, I like Brad personally, but I, I my two issues with him, and I, like I said, I'll never, I'm not going to vote for him, but my two issues with him are one, taxes. I mean, he, I don't see any difference between him and any other Democrat on taxes. Um, and two, this whole Iran deal has come back to be a horrible, horrible thing. And he supported it when Bob Dole was against it. So, I mean, uh, you, I'm just letting you know if he would come on, he could, and I could, if he could ex explain himself, maybe I would change, you know, my mind on it, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, he, look, he's probably going to win no matter what you, whether he comes on or not. Yeah, That's right. So, but he said he'd come on. I'd love to have a chat with him and uh, get his take on things. But, uh, you know, everybody spells Hamas wrong, Pete, when they talk about, when they write Hamas down, it's spelled I-R-A-N. That's how you spell Hamas. But I thought it was H-U-M-M-U-S. No, it's I-R-A-N. And why Brad Schneider supported giving all that money to Iran was a really dumb idea. I I, I know Brad. Brad's Jewish. He spent time in Israel. I respect his support for Israel, but he exercised really bad judgment on the Iran. He would come on. We could talk. Maybe I'd care more. But getting back. But there's other races, too, that uh, Mary Cole has no primary. So it will be Mary Cole versus um, Eric Reinhardt for state's attorney. We had Mary on a few weeks, a few months ago now. Um, she is she wants to come back on here again at, at some point and talk more. She's had a couple of uh, good Facebook posts and good press releases now on some of the stuff that's really going bad at Eric Reinhardt's office. Um couple of high profile cases now where people who should have uh, stayed behind bars uh, were let out. And even the, one of the cases, the judge even was questioning the state, the, 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 the assistant state's attorney, like, are you sure you want to let this person out? And they're like, no, yeah, yeah, Reinhardt wants him out. I mean, this is, this is really, this is serious stuff. Um, it's and something happens in Lake Forest. That well, and it has happened. A guy got killed by a, a hit and run up. driver and he let him out. Fair, fair enough. People got to remember that. Getting back, since we're talking about Democrats, let's get back to the, uh, the four, I don't want to say four stooges, but you got, uh, you got Beidler, you got Garrett Morrison, and then you got Rummel. Rummel's not a Democrat though, Pete. The, uh, she's. I don't know. There's something there. There's something there. Look, she is so she look, she associated, she she endorsed Prue Biden. Okay. And I have told that to a lot of my fellow Republican friends here in town that 
say why do you guys or why are you guys critical of Melanie? She's part of the Republican organization with her husband. And that's true. She is part of the Republican organization. And, and as far as I can tell, financially does support the Shield GOP and some of the local candidates. But she endorsed Drew Beidler, a Democratic mega donor, Eric Reinhardt, Kim Fox supporter, uh, leaf, blowing, leaf blower grabber, uh, oh. Beidler, uh, Drew Beidler. But on the Melanie side of things, those guys did something funky with the finances. You, We can put that up there. And she's always on the wrong side of history of things to, to get a hold of this niche. And she was against the uh, turf field, yet she was there at the ribbon cutting. And I said, I, I went up to her like I do. You know. Melanie, what a great idea. This is a good idea, yes or no? Nothing, nothing to say. Why not? No need. Well, you voted against us. Why are you here? I won't respond to you. Why? I don't know you, man. I know I you. Excuse answers. me. But I know you. Goodbye. Yeah. All right. Okay. Who are you? No, this is not a good project. It's not good? No. Not a good idea? No. With my body camera on, caught some of it. You got to get a better camera, man, so we can actually see this. Stuff. Uh, well, go right go ahead. Go right on your forehead. Why don't you get go, something go, on your forehead? Go right ahead. Well, it's because I'm looking at somebody in the eyes. I'm not paying attention to where my camera is. So I'm looking at Melanie's eyes. I said, why are you here? You voted against it. Was this a good or bad idea? You know what she responded to? You could know. See this with the camera. <laughs> she shrugged her shoulders. <laughs> and then yeah, she, I mean, look. If, if I'm if not responding to you. If she wants to be mayor, which a lot of people think she does. Of course she does. More than she anything. needs to start answering people's questions, even people you don't like. I mean, that outburst at Gordon. For mayor? Come on, oh, Melanie. Come on. Why don't you throw it off? Oh, I am. I'm sick of you. Oh, come on now. She's running. Um, this um, wouldn't answer my question. I'm so sick of you. She wouldn't answer my question, what she thinks of Mayor Tack. And, you know, and it, look, if she's not running again and she's just riding off into the sunset, so no, be it. She, but she continues, she, she continues to inject herself into public debate. So it's a fair question to ask. Are you running? Because there's a lot of people in town who say, I think she's going to run against uh, Randy Tack in 2025. So yes or no, or... Or I'm still thinking about it. At least give some answer when How can you be thinking a show about that it? is watched by at least a thousand people every week is is she's is like happening. this city council for supporting the vision for this project, especially former mayor George Pandeleon. The parks and recreation. Yeah. The parks and the Grinch. I mean. She's a Grinch who tried to steal the turf. I just, like I said, I I don't know how you reconcile endorsing Drew Beidler with wanting to be the mayor of the city that overwhelmingly rejected Drew Beidler. Look, it's as simple as the turf. 
It's, well, the term, it, it, why would you go to a dedication of something you voted against? And I'm and I'm told by a couple of the aldermen that she in the in the lead up to this, she uh, because she's big on the environmental stuff and, and yeah. all that, she made them do a bunch of stuff for environmental wise that jacked up the cost of this. Yet she still voted no. Yeah. Her and her buddy, Mary. Who was the lady next to her? We ever... uh, Yeah, uh, I got it. Hold on here. Oh, you got it. Okay. Her name was Mary Matthews. Okay. I don't know you, man. Excuse me, but I know you. Goodbye. All right. Who are you? No, this is not a good project. It's not good? Good, Not a good idea? No. No idea who it is. Never heard the name before. And a show, but oh my God, sourpuss, both of them. Everybody's clapping around him. And yeah, it was a great event. Great event. Why go? Such a bad job. Yeah, I mean, look, I, there were a couple of things back in my ancient days as a school board member. I voted against a couple of the additions at the buildings over there in Niles. And uh, I didn't go to the dedication. I would have looked, I would have been, I think I, I would have been chased out. I voted no. I, there were a lot of five-two votes on 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 some of uh, on some of that stuff, and well, I was the big beef is this. I didn't go to it. Now I support the turf fields. Don't get me wrong. I would have voted yes on the turf fields, but um, the they were beefing about the forever plastics, and they're drinking water bottles. <laughs> what's what's the, <laughs> why? Maybe she's recycling the water bottles. You don't know that, people. There is a look. There is the whole plastic debate is. Um, it, it, you look at there's so much stuff out there that's plastic now that a turf field isn't going to matter that much. Um, now, now you as a former football player, I don't know how you feel about playing on on those fields. I already I said I prefer grass. It's just grass doesn't work out here in this climate. That's right. all. And it's too well, the turf has gotten a lot better from the Walter Payton days. Of- yeah, tell that to Aaron Rodgers. No. <laughs> Again, no, I was a baseball player. You're a football player. So look, here, no, here's the choice. And it's all about marketing. It's why, why is the turf good? Because should the kids play or not play? Do you want to have a chance to play or a cancellation? Turf is yeah. only that'll work so you can have the kids play. So being active and running the risk of injury is better than not being active and i don't think playing on that field for a couple hours is going to really damage somebody's like health because of the plastics and then they 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 do bring up the heat somebody posted on the face on the city's uh, facebook page uh something about the 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 it's hotter on the turf field than it is on a regular field yeah it is 20, 30 degrees hotter, yeah. Well, most of these games are in the spring and fall when it's cold out, so that might be a good thing, right? No, but it's just these small group of niche complainers never got picked for gym class that want to get together. I never played on the field. I don't know. I didn't get picked. You watch. You watch Uh. soccer. (laughs) You watch the, the kids playing soccer, and then you watch all those people that were against it. You'll see a bunch of hypocrites. So. Yeah, we had kids in soccer. Our kids were in soccer, and I can't tell you they had they had to delay the opening one year by like six weeks because we had those really yeah. bad rains and stuff that I mean just really wrecked the field. So I think this is a good thing. Um, the dedication was great. Mayor Tack, all the staff that was there, it was good to see all like the 
rank and file uh, uh, yeah. parks and rec guys and public works guys there because they're they're the real workers. Uh, the city will, the city council will tell you that. Um, anxious to see how the pickleball stuff plays out. It, I think they're still working on that part down there on the in the corner. My wife wants uh, her her and me to start playing pickleball next year. Uh, so um, I. That might be spending some time there. I don't know. <laughs> that that was first rate, first class. And so the, now the next thing that these complainers need to get over is we need tournaments. We need tournaments to come in to bring people from out of town to spend money in this town, get some tax revenue, and before the tournaments, don't be against the tournaments. What's uh, the what's the argument against the tournaments? That just what I said. They don't want other uh, outsiders coming oh, in. Oh well, I mean, there is. I noticed at the council meeting the other night they they talked about having like an online scheduling and and all this stuff. But well, no, specifically tournaments, and you can control when tournaments are. You can do it with the downtime. It, I'm I'm not talking just football. I, not so much football, but you know, baseball, you know, flag football, all that softball you know, getting people to come in. So I think tournaments, you could, you could really accelerate uh, the income stream. And they did do that at the city council meeting. I think it was a hundred and something an hour or whatever to, to run out the fields. But uh, I think that's the next thing that these uh, complainers, what do we call them? The, I call them the green meanies back in the day with school. Well, we've had a bunch of different names for them over time. <laughs> uh, the, the non-transparent, Oh folks. God! The, Are those guys uh, even still around? folks. Uh, the Are there, they're scheming. What are they going to scheme the, the, on? The robots. What other names have you come, <laughs> have come up with here? Uh, the, oh, they're the working robots. on their uh, lawn signs that say "Santa sucks." How about <laughs> the, how about the thirty-nine percenters? Oh my God! So, so. That was it's a great thing. It was a good thing. And for whatever it's going to cost me in the taxes to have that out there, I get that more so than I do the referendum for the. Now they financed it a lot better than the school district did. Yeah. Let me tell you that to, to, to minimize the cost. Well, I, I, I tried to ask the questions, but. Uh, and like I said, I saw Matt at the at the gig, came up, shook hands. I I got no issue with the guy. He came this on. Guy personally, everybody tells me that. I, I wish I realized it was, you know, it was so cold. I don't know how you stood there in shorts. Except um, from Chicago, not Skokie. Oh, my. But I. Oh, you're not. You're not from I'm warm blooded. I don't know. But no, I, uh, I, I just, I, I didn't, it was so quick. And after he walked away, I like, oh, that was Matt Montgomery. Okay. But it was, I mean, like we said on the show a couple of weeks ago, don't hate the player, hate the game. So, and uh, let's see, what else happened over the weekend? Hey, I want to give a shout out to Rookie's Rock House in West Dundee. Oh, yeah. Led, led by Bob Kosa and Tim the Sound Guy. What a great place that is. Art of Glass, your band. Uh, uh, yeah. When you tribute, what do you call them? Tribute band? What do you... Well, look, a tribute fix fixates on one artist and that's pretty much all that they do okay cover band just covers a whole bunch of different songs okay, right. okay. so you're a tribute band we, you only do blondie songs we only, right? we only do a majority is, is blondie so like the main act was uh the chain and they focused only on fleetwood mac 
and they were fantastic. Oh my goodness. And Deacon Frost was the middle band. They did, you know, they were a cover band. They covered so, I mean, like 30 years from now, are there gonna be like uh Taylor Swift cover uh tribute bands and whoever else is the current uh, rage with the kids? Ta- Taylor Taylor Swift was person of the year by Time magazine. Of well, of, well, of course. <laughs> The marketing, um, it's all marketing. And, yeah, I mean, I and Taylor Swift's a cover band. <laughs> but what's what's the she did? Did you ever see the video of her uh, with Def Leppard? No. Go on YouTube. Shot Taylor this. Swift, Def Leppard, and it's her singing "Pour Some Sugar on Me" with Def Leppard. You go watch it. <laughs> what what what's the reason there's there's a jukebox in a bar? You want to create the environment of whatever it is, okay? And that's kind of when you have live music, it's a certain type of environment that that uh, is happening, and you want to know what to expect. So, West uh, R- Rookies Rock House that that reminds me of like uh, Twenty Eight Mile and Highwood. You take it's a it's a, a smaller theater style venue where it's like you're you're in a large theater experience in a small space. So with the balconies and uh, professional lighting, sound and stage, and it's a- What are the next gigs for you? I think you saw you guys posted some more gigs. Well, we're gonna play Palatine uh, December 15th at Mad Cats. Uh, we're we're gonna have a, a great time there. And, you know, we're- we're reaching out to 28 mile. I think we need to have more listeners, you know, reach out to them. Say, you know, why don't you just do you remember the YouTube, YouTube video where they did the impromptu concert on a roof? Why don't you just do an, an impromptu concert one day in Lake Forest? Just uh, set up in the parking number, lot, start playing. Everybody comes like that. YouTube number video. one, we're, we're not the Beatles. Number two, <laughs> uh, Kathy's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They copied it from the Beatles. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so so it was good, and uh, now we're getting ready for uh, Christmas, Chinooka, Kwanzaa time that 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 time of year, getting getting the plans together. So no better time than Lake Forest to have. Uh, I mean, you, if, if you haven't been to to downtown, uptown Market Square, go to Market Square one night. We our uh, Debbie's parents were here for dinner the other night, and we drove them around after dinner to. Uh, around it's just absolutely beautiful i mean the the lights and everything are just absolutely just perfect and uh uh you go i ride the that that metro train north through all the little all the towns um here on the north shore and we've got the best looking christmas display of all the towns rosemont's pretty well i on the train line but Hey, well, you so know, I don't want to knock the Stevens family. I know, I know a couple of the people involved with the Stevens family, so I'll leave them. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave them out of my term limit. <laughs> I think Rosemont's a well-run town, so. Uh, uh, but the same, the, Rosemont's not Lake Forest, and Lake Forest's not Rosemont. So you know, two different places. Hallmark is a Hallmark movie town. Yeah, Joe. Anything else going up that we need to address? Just uh, like we talked about the candidate finance, there's no aldermanic elections. I mean, there will be aldermanic elections next year, but every the caucus slate is uncontested. Uh, nobody filed to run against uh, the four caucus candidates. There were some thoughts that maybe the opposition, the 39 percenters might try and uh, 
you know, because if they had run a whole slate and won all those seats, um, that would have made uh, Mayor Tack's life pretty difficult uh, at city council meetings, perhaps. But that didn't materialize, which I think speaks to they can get people to come to a room one night, but they, they just can't get people to come out to a regular election and vote because the majority of folks in this town like the way this town's being run. Unless they're at a ribbon cutting and they're like this. I'm sick of you. <laughs> I mean, just look, if you're going to run for office, you got to answer people's you. questions. Ask Drew Beidler how it worked out refusing to come on this podcast. Okay. So um, he's too busy with Hillary. Come on the show. Talk it over. You're really nice to every guest that's ever been on. Right. I mean, have you ever been mean to a guest on this show? Never. I think you can be confrontational, but do it. A, look, back, I right? mean, yeah, you don't sit there and go. Uh, you, it's not like that. A certain other podcast that is uh, created here in this city, where we don't see the video, but we hear, and it's. Like, oh, there! I'm sure they're working on something. It's been a three or well, four. Come on, your show! Come on, Tim! I want to come on. <laughs> oh my God, those guys are so full. Of... Oh, come on, right. I, I'll bring my NPR voice. I can do it. <laughs> Tell you what. Uh, What's his name? The gum chewer. Oh, well, what? Uh, we'll have a beer with him one day. When are we gonna yeah, have okay. the summit? I think he likes other things. I'll give him a pack of. Rigging. What else happened at the council meeting the other night? I'm trying to remember if anything. Uh, what What I saw was a lot of. Uh, they were going over the the field and the finances. Of the yeah, stuff. They had a couple of students. Uh, good to see students engaged in democracy. Uh, yeah, shout out. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, now I think I think Dr. Tack was very tactful in responding to them on the they brought up uh look and good evening, council members. My name is Nick Waymeyer. My address is 402 Pine Court. I'm a senior at Lake Forest High School, and our civics class has partnered with the Lake County Health Department to learn about advocacy and public health to propose two ordinances in the community one prohibiting the sale of flavored e-cigarettes in Lake Forest, and one would limit the number of retailers. As many of us know, vaping has become an epidemic among young adults. Throughout high school, I have seen my peers use vaping products in school, at parties, social gatherings, sports events, pretty much everywhere. The detrimental health effects justify the regulation of these products in our community. E-cigarettes contain a plethora of hazardous chemicals. Among these, heavy metals such as lead, arsenic, chromium, and nickel and according to the CDC, lead is a potent neurotoxin that poses extreme risk to the nervous system and brain function. It can also cause learning disabilities, speech problems, and learning or behavior issues. Um, also, the National Institute of Health states that arsenic, nickel, and chromium are recognized carcinogens. When it comes to e-cigarette flavoring, there are thousands of flavors. A chemical commonly used for butter flavor is called diacetol which is responsible for popcorn lung, a disease characterized by scarring of tiny air sacs in the lungs and thinning of airways. Unfortunately, there are over 7,000 unnamed chemical flavorings whose impacts also remain undisclosed. We just don't know what's in e-cigarettes, let alone the effects they have on the users. Flavorings are also used to, um, oh, flavorings are also used to draw in users, notably children. According to the American Medical Association, 80% of youth who try tobacco start with flavored products. 
prohibiting the sale of flavors in our community would reduce youth, in youth initiation to vaping. When you look at marketing associated with vaping products, you will notice that it almost looks like candy, something kids would be attracted to. The more children are exposed to these products, the more attracted to them they are. By limiting the number of retailers, we would limit the exposure to appealing marketing, which would in turn decrease youth initiation. The negative health effects of e-cigarettes are greatly outweigh the positives they might bring. <coughs> Ultimately, we are trying to better the health of our community, and by creating these ordinances, we can do just that. Safeguarding the health of our community, particularly the youth, falls in your hands. And by prohibiting the sale, by prohibiting the sale of these products, you would uphold this responsibility and preserve the well-being of the children in Lake Forest. Thank you. Any Thank questions? You. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. <clears throat> Um, good afternoon, everybody. Um, thank you guys for giving me your time tonight. Um, Can you state your name, Mazar. please? Yeah, Xander Mazar, uh, 598 Rockefeller Road. Thank you. Um, so I'm also a senior at Lake Forest High School, and I'll be speaking on behalf of uh, Mr. Whipple's civics class about our proposed ordinances for the city of Lake Forest. Um, these ordinances are to reduce the zoning areas in which these vapes can be sold and to ban the addictive flavors these, these devices come in. As a high school student, I am well aware of the many issues with these devices and how they affect my peers as I often see the addictive capabilities firsthand, whether it be at parties, events, or even at our own school. Not only do I notice this, but many other students see the same thing day in and day out. It doesn't matter if it is a one-time thing at an event or whether it is seeing people vaping in school every day throughout every class period. It is very frustrating to sit around and see this happening with my peers. E-cigarettes contain highly concentrated levels of nicotine, an extremely addictive substance responsible for many side effects, including mood disorders, reduced impulse control, difficulty concentrating, impaired learning, and much, much more. LEAD recently conducted a youth community survey and found that 7% of 11th and 12th graders who filled out the survey said they use these products every day and many times per day. Now, 7% may not seem like a lot, but I would like you to keep in mind that this 7% is only the people who are completely honest about their use of these products, not to mention some kids who, not, who may not be aware of their addiction. Furthermore, nicotine is especially bad for adolescents as it primes their brains for future addictions to more harmful drugs. Ultimately, our main goal is to protect youth from the harmful side effects of vaping. As you probably know, you must be 21 to purchase nicotine products. However, according to the, re, uh, the survey done by LEAD, more than 50% of uh, current 11th and 12th graders say it's very easy or sort of easy to obtain vaping products. I'm not sure about you, but I think these numbers are very concerning, with more than one out of two upperclassmen saying it's easy to currently obtain these products despite being well underage. In order to make these products less accessible to youth, we are proposing an ordinance that would prohibit the sale of flavored e-cigarettes and another one that would limit retailer density. These would both apply to the um, city of Lake Forest and Lake Bluff. Our civics class recently conducted a survey of our own with input from high school students and uh, parents in the area. In this survey, we found that out of 105 respondents, 75% said they support prohibiting flavors and a whopping 84% say they would like to see a limit on the number of tobacco retailers in the area. Just as a reminder, over 30% of the 105 respondents were kids under 21, so not only are adults very much in favor of these ordinances, but the kids are backing for them too. 
Given the overwhelming support from people around the community, as well as the backing of the Lake County, Lake County Health Department, I hope you will follow them and other surrounding communities and make the right choice and help end this epidemic once and for all. Thank you for your time. Any questions? Thank you. <coughs> Any others? Okay. So, particularly like to thank you for coming and speaking to us about this issue that I know is very important to you. Um, I hope you continue to stay involved uh, in local government issues uh, as time passes. Um, while we appreciate you speaking on this issue, I want you to know that there are a few reasons why the City Council would be reluctant to consider regulatory ban on the sale of these products. Issues to consider, number one, there's been minimal documented history from the police department of violations by businesses selling tobacco products to minors. In addition, we have concerns about efficacy of banning tobacco products while still permitting others to be sold, certain tobacco products. And last, from what I understand, no other Lake County municipality has enacted a similar ban. One has to question what the value of an isolated ban would be on the ability of youth to obtain these products. So even though regulatory action isn't likely at this time, there is an opportunity for an education campaign that could help encourage your peers to avoid flavored tobacco products. If you are interested, please connect with the city staff and perhaps the team at Croya regarding partnering on an educational campaign that can help encourage Lake Forest youth to avoid flavored tobacco. Props to the kids, right? I mean, they, they, the fact that they're actually getting involved in local government and not worrying about uh, presidential elections. Well, whoever their like civics that. teacher is, I'm sure they got some credit for going in. But Yeah, shot I was in civics class. I had to do that stuff, too. I remember that, that whole thing. And, <laughs> and your memory, but these kids... Yeah, went up and maybe the teacher, whatever, he got influence and they came up and it's like, that is the next generation that's coming in that if you want. Well, look, e-cigarettes e are bad. I, I'm not going to dispute that and the flavor, like any tobacco. I, I, I know, I've had family that their lives were shortened because of tobacco. I think we all know people that um, smoking really took a toll on their health and or whatever tobacco usage um, so I'm, I'm not a fan of this stuff, but, you know, government, I've, I've said this before on this show, government has a really bad track record at banning things. Um, We're in Illinois, okay? Just tax the hell out of it. Well, yeah, I mean, you can, and they do. <laughs> yeah, uh, even more. <laughs> and people still buy it. But, you know, look, I, I, like I said, I think if you want the best response to that, go watch what Dr. Tack said. He basically said, educate don't mandate yeah and, and i think he's and look he's a doctor so he knows better than anyone about the effects of this stuff but um he's absolutely right that banning it you know um and maybe they need to do you know they do these checks these compliance checks on on liquor sales and a couple uh liquor establishments have been busted for selling to minors Tax maybe they need to more. do more Maybe they maybe they need to because it is you have to be 21 to purchase tobacco products. Um, that's a state law. So maybe they just need to do like just like you do alcohol. 
Maybe they need to do some compliance checks like they do for... Uh, I think what they need like to do is, and you can mark this timestamp, tax the hell out of it and give free Ozempic out, and that will take care of it. I don't know, man. I'm seeing all these uh, Facebook ads for side effects of Ozempic. I'm not sure... Uh... No, you're going to find that... You grow a third arm or something? I don't know, man. <laughs> no, but I think what you're going to find out is whatever you're... It's not just food. It's drugs. It's al uh, alcohol. Yeah, look, I, I, had, I had a serious... Look, I'm diabetic. I had a serious weight problem and still kind of do. Uh, look, and there's there's foods out there that, man, I are like poison to me, right? But I'm the... You know, I remember Michael Bloomberg when he was mayor in New York City was trying to ban uh, soft drinks and... The junk food and all that it, it doesn't work it it's just so, educate don't mandate because you're all you do is create a black market as randy said at the meeting the other night if you just ban it in lake force they'll just they'll just go to highwood and buy it again not saying it's, to ban it look technology got us into this problem corn syrup sugar all this stuff yeah. uh sugar is as old as the hills but right yeah. but tech there is some technology on the other end is with this Ozempic that turns off that switch in the brain. You just watch. Felicity. Company should, I hey, take Felicity. The anterior cingulate of the brain, the switch of the brain for cravings, okay? Anything that can turn that thing off, that will lower insurance rates, that will increase life expectancy. You watch. Timestamp this podcast. Joe, I'm done because I'm starting to get into mental health, and that'll take me another two hours. Okay, go, go Scouts. Go Scouts. Go Spears. And go Liberty in the Fiesta Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a great All right. day. All Bye. The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Broker Michelle Parno has lived and worked in Lake Forest for over two decades. Michelle's lending experience, when combined with her real estate expertise, makes her an invaluable asset to her clients as they navigate their home buying or selling process. Call Michelle now at 847-528-8721, 847-528-8721. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focused Focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. Laracy and Company CPAs, founded in 2010 by Lake Forest own Brian Laracy, specializes in tax preparation and bookkeeping services. Earning the People Love Us on Yelp Award, their process is straightforward. Just upload, review, and file. For a free quote, visit laracycpa.com now. That's L-A-R-I-S-E-Y-C-P-A.com. Score top-tier aesthetic care and aesthetic beauty lounge 
rooms where they specialize in the latest Botox and fillers. Experience the pinnacle of elegance and professionalism in every treatment. Ready for your transformation? Visit Aesthetic Beauty Lounge at 775 Bank Lane in Lake Forest. That's near Wisconsin Avenue. Begin your journey to beauty today. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Otto, John C., Helen, and Herrick. 